Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those uh, listening for the first time, uh, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. I cannot wait to tell you what I have prepared for you to play today. I, I, I think you are going to jump out of your skin. It is. Uh, I'm calling it more, more, more. Okay. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is give you quotes by Marianne Moore and quotes by Julianne Moore. Oh, God. This is a yeah. good one. I know you love Julianne Moore. I think you are probably the president of her fan club. Yeah. And I ate candy for dinner. So this is just the perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. So I'm going to supply the quotes and you tell me who you think said it and maybe why. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Art is an expression of who we are, what we believe and what we dream about. Marianne Moore. It's Julianne. Know why I almost said Julianne. Why? Because it was the word art. I felt like Marianne Moore would have said writing, but then I panicked. Oh, it's and okay. And then I didn't say it. Yeah. It's okay. You're going to get all the other ones right. I just I don't needed know. you to get that one wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I will. Does okay. Marianne Moore say, suck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's all she says, it <laughs> yeah. turns out. I would love it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, your thorns are the best part of you. That has to be Marianne Moore. It is Mary Ann okay. Moore. I was going to be like taking yeah. the earrings off, crawling through the screen and whooping <laughs> your ass. It's from a poem called Roses Only. Oh, that's exclusionary. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Petunia wants to come? Exactly. <laughs> what if Marigold? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, there are universal truths about it, what it means to be a human being. All the other stuff is applique. Marianne Moore. It's Julianne. I didn't think she would say applique. I was the applique that I had yes, to put in. That was the yeah. thing I didn't think she would say. I literally was like, it's Julianne Moore. And then I was like, she wouldn't say applique. Right. Yeah, I know. That's it. Shame um, on me. Shame on well, me. Well, it's because I know of she's Marianne super Moore's smart. vocabulary. Well, I know Julianne Moore's super smart, but I'm thinking in what context would she need to say applique? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I just yeah. don't see people doing that in interviews a lot. I right. got to see her be interviewed live once on stage. What? Yeah, it was like somebody Where? was they were in New York City when I lived there. They were trying to do a spinoff like of Inside the Actors Studio and the show didn't really take, but I got to watch her be interviewed and it was magnificent oh that's awesome i can't wait to get home and wash all those socks marianne moore <laughs> god damn this fucking game i was just like wouldn't it be amazing if it was marianne moore well, i imagine marianne washes socks too i i bet marianne moore washed her socks obsessively as a scorpio and what's Julianne Moore's sign? Did you look? She she's a Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. your mirror sign. Um, yeah, I'm and sorry. I don't no, no, it's good. I don't know enough about 
I feel like I don't know about Marion more, but I don't know, know about Julianne more either. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Uh, the weak overcomes its menace. The strong overcomes itself. Marianne Moore. 100%. Okay. I thought you were good. I was like that. I don't even know where. <laughs> I'm like, prove it. Bring me the receipts <laughs> of where Julianne Moore would have said that because I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a poem called Nevertheless. Okay. Um, there never was a war that was not inward. Mm. See, normally I would just say Marianne Moore, but then you've given me some like really fabulous Julianne Moore quotes. True, but like I really have been throwing you for a loop. I think I think hit a reset. Trust well, this is the this is the part of this is like why we do the game though. You're supposed yeah, to me it's for true. A loop. Yeah, Marianne Moore. It is Marianne Moore. Okay, distrust okay. of merits. Yeah, you know I what's funny is like. I listened again to Philip these holes where we did Philip Seymour Hoffman and Carl Phillips. And I knew what they were when I listened, like, like I, I, again, uh-huh. like not that I remembered I was wrong. Like I heard him like, Oh God, that's so obvious. Right. Carl Phillips. It's like when you're in the middle of the game though, you yeah. start like panicking. Yeah. That's like, true. Ah. No, it's uh, when I listened to Tim and Tom gun, yeah, right. Like, of I, course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I know yeah. they're cousins and I know they kind of had a relationship, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. All right. Um, no, I love this game, though. I love it. It's not bad, right? No, uh, I love it. When someone says, I'm not political, I feel like what they're saying is, I only care about myself in my bathtub. Me and my bathtub is what I care about. Julianne Moore. It's so Julianne Moore. I was like, I would kind of love if I was wrong and it was Marianne Moore. She might actually move up to like top 10 favorite poets just for that quote alone. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I'm not political. I feel like what they're saying is me and my bathtub is what I care about. I love it. That's I so live good. for that. Yeah, Isn't that great? So good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, in fact, I, I like Julianne Moore, but that quote made me like fall in love with her. I have no sympathy for people who find unpopularity embittering. Marianne Moore. It's just so twisted, right? Yeah. Embittering is also, I can't, that would be a hard one, I think, for Jules. Unpopularity. I have no sympathy for people who find unpopularity embittering. Yeah. Like, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're not free until you've been made captive by supreme belief. Julianne Moore. It's Marianne. <laughs> I was like, I was just trying to think, go the other way. I know, I know. Fence. I'm so, I'm actually so lost right now that I'm not sure where I am. And my quotes <laughs> is great. Um, so I might give you one again. Um, yeah, that's Marianne. And Moore I'll probably me. miss it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just pretend it's a baseball. It's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's from a poem called What Are Years? Uh, even ordinary people aren't ordinary. Not really. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Okay. What's hard is before you tell me the answer, you almost shake your head and I think I'm wrong. And then you surprise me. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. No, it's great. No, it's like the delivery, like right up to the last second. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, When they become so derivative as to become unintelligible, the same thing may be said for all of us that we do not admire what we cannot understand. Marianne Moore. 
Marianne Moore. Yeah, the derivative, and yeah, that feels like writer language. Yeah, yeah. it's from that poem, Poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see how Americans misconstrue British reserve, and I can see how British people misconstrue American enthusiasm. I think I'm somewhere in between. Although I'm outgoing, I'm also very private. Julianne Moore. It's Julianne Moore, the language. Right? Well, I also don't feel like Marianne Moore would have been outgoing or even talked about being outgoing. I, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I just never yeah. got the sense of her being like, you know, celebrating her gregariousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. No, yeah. she's very much a Scorpio. She's very private. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that was the thing. Julianne Moore says, I'm very private. And I thought, yeah. oh, maybe, maybe I could get him to say Marianne Moore there. Um, but you, you got it. Um, I'm not really afraid of things that are imaginary. I enjoy it. I enjoy big narrative and I enjoy big feelings. Julianne Moore. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the groove now. Well, it's also the word narrative. Like, you know, I could see it just felt like, okay, we're moving. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in the groove now or I've just gotten lucky. I have my butt clenched. <laughs> oh, well, that always brings me luck. Actually, brings me the opposite a lot. To be courageous, you have to be afraid. I feel like everybody said that. <laughs> I mean, everybody said that. I mean, let's just say Marianne Moore. It's not. It's Julianne. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think everybody said, I think I said that. I think yeah. <laughs> you've said that. I, I think-, think to be courageous, you have to be courageous. I just- <laughs> All right. Last one. The deepest feeling always shows itself in silence, not in silence, but restraint. Marianne Moore. It's Marianne Moore. Yeah. 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 She's so third person, yeah. right? That's yeah. yeah, that's a good insight. I have to tell you my favorite Julianne Moore moment that I read. Yes. I was at yeah. AWP in Austin mm-hmm. and they had a weekly like newspaper and they had an interview with her. Mm. I cannot find this interview and I've looked many times over the years, but I remember reading it. So it's the scene in Boogie Nights where the she plays a porn star mm-hmm. or porn actor mm-hmm. and she is getting her child taken away from her mm. and she goes to court and they shoot the scene and the director, Paul Thomas Anderson, comes over to her and he was like, that was absolutely amazing. Like they got it in one take. And he said, how did you do that? And she's like, I let my handbag do all the work. Like, I love that so what? much. Cause she said she imagined her character did not have really nice clothes. And when she went and tried to put on an outfit that she thought was like, quote unquote, respectable. And she got this handbag that she thought was like her nice bag. And it really wasn't a nice bag and she said she just really relied on the props and she just imagined that woman thinking that these were her nice things it's so heartbreaking when you think That's about really it but i let yeah. my handbag do all the work i mean I want that on a t-shirt. Like I, yeah. <laughs> that's a breaking form quote right there. Wow. I let my hand back to it. Yeah. I could yeah. see it both loving and when that. Mar- um, and, and most people don't know this, but Marianne Moore also played a porn star. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Please come flying. I love that moment in the hours when Julianne Moore is in the bathroom crying 
and the husband's amazing. like outside in the in the bedroom like oh honey are you coming and she's like crying quietly and julianne moore um weeping mm-hmm. like manages that lift in the voice i'm brushing my teeth are you coming to bed yeah in a minute Bed, Laura Brown. I ran into Ray. He said Kitty had to go to the hospital. I know. Nothing serious. He said just a checkup. I'm terrified. Why? Only oh, yeah, I she could disappear. Like it's. If you, if the husband had really listened, he would have heard mm-hmm. the the splinters in her voice, yeah. right underneath the like chirpy mm-hmm. happiness, right? But he um, didn't want to hear it. Well, that was the why, yeah. which is why she was crying. It was like this little Ouroboros. Yeah. Maybe you could go see her in the morning, honey. I was going to. I was going to stop by. I've had a wonderful day. And I have you to thank. Come to bed, honey. Coming. That was an incredible performance. She was, yeah, absolutely stunning. I feel like too, I didn't like the movie for which she won the Oscar. I think it was sort of like, she's such a great actor and she does a fine performance, but I didn't, the movie didn't blow me away. Was it, what was it called again? Still Alice. That's right. And she plays a woman with Alzheimer's. The fact that it was, wasn't based on a true story was kind of weird for me. Like, it's just like, they're just Mm. pretending. I don't know. It just sort of, I don't know. It just got a little weird for me, Right, but the same year she is in a movie called, she was in a movie called um, maps to the stars. The movie's not like, it's not the best movie, but her performance is insane. She plays a narcissistic Hollywood star and she is awful and she is heinous and she's hysterical and darkly fabulous. Like that's the one that I wish she would have won for. She was also great in far from heaven. I mean, she had a lot of I was of just going to say far from Yeah. Todd, Todd Haynes is far from yeah. heaven. Yeah, she deserved it for the, I often feel like that that is what happens at the mm-hmm. Academy Awards. So we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. But is there a different way that we could bring our own spin to Fuck, Mary Kill? Like how? Like three different categories. You know, read, <sighs> you know, read something. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I got it. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Sonnets, Hustles, Pantooms. Mm. I'd fuck a pantoom. No, no, I I would fuck a um Hustle. Mm-hmm. What are the other two? I'm gonna forget. Pantoom mm-hmm. and Sonnet. I'd kill a fucking pantoom. And I guess I guess I'd marry a sonnet. <laughs> 
I think that's very on brand for for what we've talked about in the past with you in sonnets. Yeah, actually. what about you? Fuck Mary Kill. I know well, I know you're gonna say it depends on if you value marriage more or fucking more, but the hustle will take that spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one you value. Oh, listener, I have been psychoanalyzed. <laughs> and I love it. Yes. It's psychoanalyzed and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like the hustle is like the bottom form. That I... repeat, that one line's always on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And you I know that's James my Allen gener- Hall. That's my that's... generative form. Yeah. Like that's if you told me right now, go write a hustle, I could do it. It mm-hmm. just generates for me. And James. I don't Go write a hustle. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hustle to my hustle. Um, hustle to hustle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely marry the hustle. I would, gosh, oh, I might kill the pantoum. I know. Yeah. And fuck a sonnet. I kind of like fucking around with sonnets, but yeah, I can't write yeah. one successfully. Um, Same. Yeah. Yeah. And pantoums, I just can't write enough statements mm-hmm. like to move around into puzzle pieces. I mm-hmm. just like, I can't do it. I always want to go to an image. How about this? Yeah. Fuck, Mary, kill mm-hmm. a single poetry collection, a selected poems, or collected poems. Ooh, I want to kill collected. Wow. I do. I find them I, overwhelming. I do and actually I, see that. Like I, there. like I want to get them, but then they're almost too unwieldy to read, but I don't enjoy reading them on Kindle. You know, like I like to have the book. So. Yeah. And I feel like a single collection is so like, I, I get so attracted and, and um, wedded to them that it's married. Right. Yeah. I, I actually even, agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I'll select. I'll fuck around so, with yeah, I'll fuck seductive. around with the selected. Yeah, I'll right? fuck around with one. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the entry point generally for yeah. me. Like Mark Strand, John Ashbery. <laughs> the selected your the selected your side piece. <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally I yeah. Those were like my I still love Mark Strand's selected. Yeah. I mean, from like the beginning to the end, I think that book is just poem by poem, a terrific book. Mm-hmm. in and of itself but also great selections of that of that book can i tell you something funny i remember yeah. writing a paper in college and my teacher i it was like i had no mistakes in the paper she liked it the only thing is i called a poetry collection and anthology i was an undergrad and she gave me an a minus for it Oh wow! My students would lose their shit if I graded like that. I mean, I would yeah. get D's. <laughs> Anthologies, <laughs> yeah. novels, yeah. But isn't yeah, that funny? I mean, she novel. was so. I mean, that was just the different, like you know. And I just like, yeah. oh yeah, fuck that up. I mean, it was like, yeah. yeah, I get it. All right, Aaron Smith, fuck Mary, kill couplet, terset, quatrain. Oh, a hundred percent. I want to live forever with the couplet. Yeah, me too. Um. I'd fuck the terset and I'd kill the quatrain. It sometimes it just weights everything down, you know. Just it just wants to throw your it wants to throw your past in your face all the time. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's like it won't let you forget anything you've ever done. So yeah, let's just kill the quatrain. Yeah. All right. Fuck Mary. Kill. Um, You. What are your couplet quatrain terset? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm exact. I feel exactly the same way. Quatrains are too round. They just Mm -hmm. are like the whole story, the whole time. Yep. Right. Time is so complete there. Yeah. And And no matter how you go in, 
And no matter how you go in or out of them, I just feel like I'm never completely satisfied. Like if you in jam into it or if you, yeah. you know, and stop and then do it, like, do you, do you finish the thought? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's just so much decision because you're going to break and then have four more lines before you get a break again. Yeah. I just feel like this is the, such a poetry nerd conversation. It really kind of is. <laughs> I, I, um, I just feel like the quatrain, um, makes me feel when I write one, it makes me feel so self-satisfied that I am immediately distrustful. Mm. I hate, but when I like come to an easy conclusion or an easy piece of wisdom, mm -hmm. I immediately distrust it. There's just can't, I don't feel like that's wisdom if it's not like battled over. But I also, but that's also probably your relationship to the quatrain. Like for me, yeah. sometimes it gives weight. And if I feel like something's really unwieldy, I can put it in a quatrain and it's going to have tension because the subject matter itself is unwieldy. So the mm. quatrain is going to um, ground it some. Mm. Yeah. I'm, it also I, feels I more formal. It also feels it's more so formal. formal. Yeah. yeah. It does to me too. Um, oh, fuck, Mary kill. Mm -hmm. Short lines, long lines, ecstatic lines, or like uh, lines around 10 syllables. 10 syllables would probably just be what I would marry. Um, you know, I love a long line, but I don't think I write long lines very well. I always like they're going to break and tip over. Like it's a very weird physical feeling for me mm -hmm. when it gets long across the page. I feel like I have to break it or it's going to break in half or tip over. Like it just, it's mm -hmm. unbalanced. So, but I also think, short lines are really hard to write, like write them well. Cause I'm thinking like David Trinidad does it well. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. Cause I think then you start, I guess I would say I start paying attention like, Oh, which is going to be the longest line. Then I become obsessed with that. And then it's like, <laughs> I keep making them longer and longer and longer. Cause I, cause I think I move away from them. So I think I'll step back there. I think I would kill the short line just for me. Not that I don't love reading it because I think I actually, could work things out better for myself in a long line, even if I don't trust it. So I would fuck the long line, marry the 10 syllable and kill the short line. That's fabulous. What about I, you? You know, it's when I first started out, I long line couplets. Mm -hmm. and it's because I just didn't understand lines. And I also just loved, I love yeah. long couplets. Yeah, I do too. Like yeah. you just, you're like, Oh wow. That, a poem really, this is something you said to me once, a poem will take anything you want to put in it. Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. It's just a ravenous bottom, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but like a long line, like I was so amazed, like, oh, wow, I can put all of these things in relation to one another. Mm -hmm. I was fascinated by it. Um, and now I'm really fascinated by short lines. Mm. Oh, really I love them. Yeah. And when yeah. you, and, and if you've never, and I've been composing in them in short lines, which it's never been the case for me. If anyone listening has never written in short lines, I recommend taking one of your poems and putting it in short lines. It'll really make you think about each word, but you're going to, I think you'll find that you're going to really have to really question where you break the line. And I just think, if I'm not careful, by the time I get down the page, the lines are longer. Like it's just interesting. Yeah. yeah like yeah. what is it? Because sure. I really try to restrain myself. Like I'm gonna, it's gonna be no longer than this line, and then ten lines down. Okay, no longer than this line. <laughs> then yeah. It just becomes like ah. Oh, in my composition process, the middle always just like it's mm -hmm. like the poem's got a belly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's middle aged. <laughs> I would totally uh, fuck the short line, marry the social line, the 10 line, mm-hmm. and then uh, kill the long line. 